0: hello and welcome to episode number two of the manic podcast with me liam and my wonderful co-host tobias hello we're back after last week's first podcast to bring you some more geeky stuff
1: Geeky stuff
0: Geeky stuff Hashtag geeky stuff Hashtag geeky stuff Hashtag Drake in the night I don't think I hashtag any of our actual hashtags in the last podcast It's probably for the best Probably for the best Probably for the best What are we talking about this week? Well, it's a geek battle that has
1: raged for decades It's Star Trek versus Star Wars which hail as old as time Nearly, nearly, well, with the 60s Yeah Since the 60s and 70s Well, it's
0: older than my time It's older than my time as well That's true, I wasn't saying, that wasn't a dig, at you being ancient. It wasn't a dig. You made a dig in my age last time. I did, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the theme, really. (laughs) You hate me. Yes,
1: but Star Trek versus Star Wars. Now, I'm going to start off by saying, I like both. I love both Star Trek and Star Wars. I don't think you need to pick one of the other. You can be a fan of both. Yeah,
0: you can, and I think there are some people who forget that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of... I'm going to use quotation marks that the listeners can't see. Haters. They insist on, if they're a Star Trek fan, then they couldn't possibly like Star Wars. It's the worst thing ever. But the thing is, there are so many common themes. They're very different in very lots yeah. of different ways. There's many layers, but I guess they're all set in space.
0: It's not like football. If you support one team, you support that team. You can't yes. even pretend to accept that the other teams are people you know yes they're very much their team is their team Star Trek and Star Wars the only time you're really going to have issues is when you try and make someone choose do you know what I mean yeah but I don't think you really do need to choose I think there's everyone r- knows even the people who love one more than the other they know that each one has their strengths and weaknesses there's room in my life for both true true. <laughs> there's room in my life for both I own
1: it all both, well I own a lot of Star Trek I own a lot of Star Wars I, I never have to choose I'd watch them both in the same day.
0: Yeah, yeah you don't have to segregate them. No, <laughs> you don't. Long <laughs> term, early on, though. <laughs> you don't want sci-fi
1: segregation. No, <laughs> but tell you what, we'll we'll look at each one individually first. Yeah, uh, I think we'll start with Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and I will say it's probably important at this point to point out that. You are the much bigger fan of these two things than I am.
1: They are my love. My true They are love. your love, your life, your everything. Okay, I think we've pushed it too far there. <laughs> I have other things in my life. This is true. <laughs> but I'm a massive Trek geek. But no, Star Wars. Uh, Liam. Hi. What was the very first Star Wars film you saw? The
0: very first one... You was, saw? The very first one that I ever saw was Phantom Menace.
1: And I think that's... I Because think pos- that was
0: about my age. It came out in '99. Yeah. That one. So I was about 10 ish.
1: Okay. I was 19. But the thing is, there'd been such a wait for The Phantom Menace. I mean, the the first film came out in 1977, uh, Star Wars. It was just called then. Um, it's been retitled since to episode four, A New Hope. I don't know if you know this, but originally there was like a 12-film plan that George Lucas made.
0: Oh, they went Marvel with it.
1: They went proper Marvel with it. <laughs> uh, and he... It's so ironic he, they're all owned by the same people. It was right? called different things. There they are... Yeah, Disney. Disney own everything. Disney are are the ultimate owners of everything. I think there's probably a better title for this. Yeah, and I would have used one (laughs) if I'd known it. (laughs) So, uh, George Lucas, creator of Star Wars, had an original plan for 12 films. It got cut down to nine, but for some reason he thought the best place to start would be episode four. It wasn't released as episode four. That's
0: was... how I watch anything. Any normal TV series, I'm like, you know what? Let's start with number four. Why do not? those three, and then we'll go to the one, two, and three. <laughs> exactly. Then I'll I'll cut right back to the end.
1: I do know why, though. He has said why. It was because, obviously, as you see in the Phantom Menace, and Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, there are a lot more special effects going on. There's a uh, the cultures are massive. You've got a lot of people, uh, and he knew that he didn't have the technology. Back in the 70s, to bring all of that to life, originally. Okay. So when you have the first Star Wars, it's a bit more barren landscape. He was working with what he knew he could do, he and still producing a good film. Exactly. Um, he changed. That's a
0: good. I wish more people now
1: would do that. What people don't realise is that George Lucas changed cinema because of two things. One, like we said, he didn't think there was the visual effects. He waited for the visual effects. He didn't wait for sound effects. THX uh, sound. He created for Star Wars to supply him with what he needed. Okay. Uh, and also, before Star Wars, a lot of the film's credits happened at the beginning of the film. Right. And he didn't want that. He wanted to open, apart from a few logos with the, the, the classic, the, the, the scrolling yeah, text, the whole the stars. long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. He Which is now to,
0: iconic. It's iconic. And so many other things have ripped it off and taken inspiration from it.
1: But I would say, when you're watching a Star Wars film and you
0: see A Long Time Ago in the Galaxy Far, Far Away, a little tingle. Oh, you know what it is. Yes. If you turned your telly over and you just saw that scolding text, you wouldn't even need to read it. You know what one, roughly the kind of film it's going to be. It has been
1: emulated so much, but you know the original. Yeah. You know the original. So George Lucas did change cinema from 77 onwards. Uh, so all the powerful stuff just from behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and then really you've got the, the, the classic tale of uh, Luke, Leia, Han. But back in the 70s, the iconic character was Darth Vader Yeah. when the first film came out.
0: He's like the most known because of the look. At and the Yoda. time.
1: Yoda, but he didn't come in until the second one. Uh, Darth Vader, it, kids were having children's parties in the 70s and 80s. As a villain. Yeah, it was Darth Vader who would turn up. Not the real one, obviously. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm
0: 29 and I'd still be happy for Vader to turn (laughs) off at my party. He can choke hold me and I'd love the party, you know? That says something about you. It does, but it's not like that. I'm sorry, if you've been force-gripped by Darth Vader, that's a good
1: party. It is a good party. You've not lived until you've been (laughs) force-gripped. But not
0: gripped forcibly. Different things.
1: But Star Wars, it did give us Darth Vader. It gave us Jedi.
0: Yeah, again, iconic. Jedi? To be honest... Both Star Wars and Star Trek have both given so many iconic things. Yes, uh,
1: lightsabers. Lightsabers. Let lightsaber. I can't say it now. Lightsaber. <laughs> lab, lab lab lab. Lightsabers. Jedi. Jedi is can is now a registered religion. I don't understand that. I'm not really on board with that, but. People take it seriously. People do take it seriously. I mean,
0: if I could have a religion where I just wear sexy bathrobes all day, I would.
1: You basically do. I basically do. (laughs) Just, you don't have the force.
0: You've got wind, but you haven't got the force. (laughs) It does make people move. (laughs) Anyway. um... We started the first podcast with Twilight, and we started the second podcast with my wind. (laughs) Let's not end it like that as well. Stars
1: we mean to go on, I think. (laughs) Anyway, uh, obviously, Empire Strikes Back came out after that. Now, a lot of people think that that is still the best Star Wars film. I don't know what you think about that.
0: As I have said to you earlier, I do struggle to remember in detail the original three.
1: Okay, Empire Strikes Back. The key points you need to know is the planet Hoth... The Ice Planet, it's yeah. a, quite an iconic planet in yeah. itself. But also it's the film that gave us Yoda. Right, yes. The first time so we saw the
0: swamp and...
1: yes, yes. It's uh Luke's. Okay, Jedi yeah, I know what you mean. You see. I would say now, Yoda's probably more iconic than Darth Vader. You might argue that, I don't. Know. I would
0: say he is, but not by much. I think they're 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 about right. About the same.
1: The key point, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's someone you want on your side and he's a little Yeah. He's funny.
0: He's good. And to be honest, they've both got iconic looks and, like, voices and phrases. Yes. Everyone knows that Darth Vader's got his helmet and he's got the... You know, the 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 the, the, the hyperventilating. Yes. And Yoda's got his odd pattern of speech. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Which is basically a speech impediment that they just brought right over. <laughs> and with good reason.
1: <laughs> true that,
0: true that. He, he's the oldest wall... He's also an alien, so we can get away with that. Yeah, but they're all aliens, technically true. Even Luke and Han, they're not humans as we... Are. are they not like us in... Oh, it's a long time ago, isn't it?
1: And that's the point. It's in the past. Yeah. Somewhere else
0: in the galaxy. So they're not human, are they? They are, but they're On not.
1: screen, I don't know if there's any in the extended novels or comics or anything like that, but we've never been connected to them in, as far as canon.
0: I don't think I've ever really thought about the fact that the human characters might not be human as we know it. But no, they're born on lots of different planets. So that means that they're not a
1: human really that they're way? humanoid I mean it could be if they ever put it on the big screen then it'll count if it ever gets on the screen then they could link it to us they could come to earth and start the human race but they haven't done that yet I don't think they're going to do that <laughs> so for now they're all aliens to Summer Little and Green yeah true yep. Um, obviously, the third film, Return of the Jedi, the most famous thing that that gave us was the
0: Ewoks. The Ewoks. Divide fans. But they never say the word Ewok in it, do they? Do they not? No, apparently. I think it's Ewoks. There's no other small furry races like that in the original 3, is there? No. I think, Ewoks. yeah, then it is. They don't actually use the words Ewok in the film. That's what they say. Uh... I mean, Ichiwa isn't really Ewok. It might be in their language. Yeah, I think that's a fact I found out recently, that that's they the don't fact. actually say the word Ewok in the film. They don't name them until they're... The, the the solo side ones or the future films.
1: Well I was going to say after the main trilogy uh, they then, we didn't have films for ages. Except, actually no, I think we got TV films. We got two Ewok related TV movies. I don't know if you've heard of them. Battle for Endor Yeah I've heard of them. And Caravan of Render. Courage I think that one's first.
0: I don't think I've heard of the second one but I've heard of Battle for Endor.
1: Yeah I saw them. They're right. They're not the greatest I was. I don't think they're considered canon now. Not since Disney has owned it. They've kind of decided basically what happened on the big screen I as mean, canon. Like the
0: Chewbacca soup TV series with the family
1: of... Oh, uh, that was the holiday special. It wasn't a whole series, just a one-off, and it was embarrassing. It didn't need more. It didn't need it, more. It didn't need. That was a that was a misstep.
0: There are... You could do video whole podcast on on that.
1: But I promise we won't. No.
0: No, we, <laughs> if you're a fan, do not worry. So, we're not going to touch it.
1: There were two animated series. Uh, one was Droids, which was about C3PO R2-D2 and a load of new characters. And they're,
0: they're capers.
1: Yeah. And the other one was... Uh, the Ewoks It was their uh, Ewok adventures I cool. used to love The Ewoks cartoon I knew that Probably better than the films When I was young Yeah no that makes yeah. sense But then obviously In the 90s We did finally get The Phantom Menace Which is episode one It's the start of the adventure And we technically Got it fourth We got it fourth
0: Yeah, yeah. Well pre- as I said That's the one that introduced me Yes Because and I think that's, just my, that's just my age When yeah. I came into
1: it um, The special effects Were right now Yeah uh, George Lucas thought The time was correct to bring out this flourishing Jedi community. Um, we saw Yoda in his prime. By the time we got to the second one, literally episode two, Attack of the Clones, we finally get to see Yoda with a lightsaber have a manic
0: pinball wizard fight. When he spins around.
1: And it's awesome. It is fighting. <laughs> it you. is awesome. Who's it against? Dooku? Count Dooku. Critically. See, I know things. Yeah, you know something. you bought something to this. Yay! <laughs> that's
0: why I put done. I'll say goodbye in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
1: just talk for the rest of it. But yeah, I a lot of people are down on the prequels. I think the die-hard fans of the original trilogy... Yeah. ...they're kind of a bit dismissive. I mean,
0: shall we mention the name that no one ever wants to mention?
1: You can. I mean, I
0: like him, and that says something. Liam
1: announced earlier, before we started recording, that he really likes Jar Jar Binks.
0: I do like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I understand why other people don't like
1: Jar Jar Binks.
0: I think people... I think he's funny. I think adults... That's wrong.
1: Adults who grew up with A New Hope seem to forget that Star Wars is a universal to PG-rated thing.
0: It's it's actually meant for children.
1: Uh, Jar Jar, and I
0: would have been young when. It, when did you say it came out? Ninety nine. So, yeah. yeah. If I was around ten, I was young. Jar Jar would appeal. Yeah. Kids like Jar Jar. Adults go, he's silly and annoying.
1: But adults were like that with the Ewoks. Again, kids loved Ewoks. What,
0: wait, people didn't like the Ewoks? No. it's Why? So, Ewoks? Not
1: everyone. I liked the Ewoks. We kind of have to say this. We've kind of met and sort of ish know someone who was a Weewok. A, a Weewok? <laughs> he <laughs> was a Weewok. Warwick it's Davis. A Scottish word for it. Warwick Davis, uh, who yeah. plays Wicket, the main Ewok. He yeah. lives locally to us. Yeah. And yeah, so we've kind of met him and interacted. Yeah, I've met
0: with him several times. Yeah.
1: So we kind of have to be nice about the Ewoks. <laughs> I don't,
0: don't have, have anything <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about it. I like the Ewoks. I think they're brilliant. I like them, they're cute. I like the cartoon. I'd, more I'd than happily, I like the films. I'd like an Ewok. I was gonna say I'd like to own an Ewok, but as they are actual sentient creatures, that's <laughs> slavery. That's that's on Umpalumpa territory.
1: <laughs> I've got a pet on Oompa you have a pet and palum. I think that's how I think of you. Oh, <laughs> that's fine enough, yeah. yeah that's anyway, true. okay. So obviously you have the prequel trilogy. Now, yeah. I personally... No, I don't think The Phantom Menace is particularly that great.
0: Oh, it's not the I, best of them.
1: Though it does have, for me, one of the best lights ever finds with Darth
0: Maul. At the end?
1: Yes. Mm. That's worth waiting
0: oh, to film Oh, gosh, time. yeah. The bit where it gets really tense... When the laser walls come up to separate yes. them all, and they're all just standing there waiting, and there's that bit where, who plays Darth Maul? Well,
1: he's got two. He's got the physical actor who's yeah. Ray Park, okay. who's also Toad in the first X-Men film. Oh, really? Yes, and he's voiced by Peter Serafinowicz.
0: Okay, well the physical actor, the part I'm going. Yeah. Here, the bit where the walls come up and they're just waiting, he's pacing like yeah. a like a predator. Because that's kind a of a li- He is. He's pacing back and forth, watching them. And the moment that that wall drops down between them and Qui Gon Jinn runs in, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's dramatic. Yes. That is a yeah. dramatic scene. It's the
1: best bit of the whole film. Uh, I do think that particular film gets bogged down with politics.
0: When they go to Coruscant and all that, and yeah. it's all very so, politics I I wouldn't have been able to save the planet, See, you oh, really? knew that. Do you know, actually, I know more of the, the location is because I played a lot of the games when they came out. Again, my gaming comes across. I played the PlayStation 1 game of Phantom Menace. Which it does follow the story. You start off on the ship at the beginning, where you go into that meeting and they ambush you, and, and you play all day way through. You, you end up going to Coruscant, going to the meeting, then you have to fight your way out, and it it, it literally follows the plot of the film. Mm. And it's a very very good and very accurate game. One of the best Star Wars games I've played. Coruscant's yeah. very pretty because that is one thing Star Wars gets very well. It's visually. It's lovely. so beautiful. It's visually stunning. Watch. Yeah. So obviously
1: we have the prequel trilogy, very divisive. Yeah. Uh, since then, we we started then getting the Clone Wars. Yeah, the TV.
0: Clone uh, Wars is the one of those I don't remember much of. I remember the, the Phantom Menace and I remember the third one of the, the
1: Yeah, but I'm now talking about the, the TV series. Oh, the series? Yes. They start- I've never
0: seen the series.
1: Oh, I thought you had. No. We can't talk about much of that then. Um, if you're
0: worried about spoiling it, I will not be watching it. I don't know. Oh. Because
1: I can tell you a few things, because I kind of keep up to date with certain bits. It started off with some like very short cartoon snippets which I've got the DVDs of. Not Whippet. That's, no, no. Not no. Wicket, Wicket is the Ewok. Whippet's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but since then, and I wasn't aware of this
0: originally,
1: but they've now, since Disney now own uh, Star Wars, they've decided what is canon and what isn't canon. Right. So the six major films that come out of the cinema yep. are all canon where they're the main story they'd
0: have a hard time saying they're not
1: no I'm sure a few people would have liked to have knocked out episodes 1 to 3 I personally think (laughs) they deserve to be there I like them even if
0: you don't like them they're part of the story
1: yes I will say also kind of a tangent but still on topic of Star Wars here I found that the original trilogy was the story of Luke Skywalker however when you brought in the original trilogy as in episodes 1 2 3 the prequel trilogy it became about Darth Vader it was Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader still the Skywalker of family, but I think it skewered what you were watching now, what the thrust of the main story was. Yeah, because obviously it doesn't have Luke in it, it's years, it's about yeah. his father, you know, it's about how Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Yeah, uh, and it's spoiler. I, they, if you know not, Star Wars, I'm you I'm do know that. I'm not gonna put a spoiler <laughs> on it,
0: it's not like it's but current.
1: The six spoiler. films are canon. Disney decided that everything, like, all the novels, all the comics, all the old cartoon series were no, like, the Ewoks and the... the well, they droids. said
0: that they weren't canon. Their
1: archive, they're, like, extended now. They're not the main thing. So they're not
0: main canon, but they're, like, an It means that
1: universe. if they want to make something in a film that contradicts it, they, they can. can. say, yes. oh, it
0: wasn't accurate.
1: But the Clone Wars TV series is canon.
0: Yeah, no, I have heard that that is canon.
1: It it follows on, I, I haven't seen it, but I think it follows on from the second episode...
0: Yeah, and it, goes, well, yeah,
1: Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Clone Wars, yeah. But I don't know how long it goes on for. Because though.
0: it's quite a long-running series, wasn't it? Is it not still I, going? I think it is still I think it's going. still
1: introducing characters. Because we're, we're now kind of darting to modern day. There's a character in Rogue One, if you've seen it. I have. Played by Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Who's the older version of a character introduced in Clone Wars. Oh, that's clever. You see, so they're now counting it. Yeah. Uh, which I do like, even though I haven't watched the TV series... I do like that they've. they've it's now always nice to have a
0: crossover. Yeah,
1: but obviously now we do have the new films. We have the Force Awakens. J.J. Abrams, Good who film. we will be talking about later, because he he's one of the few who's done both Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah,
0: and that's why people shouldn't get up in arms about which one's better. <laughs> yes, he didn't mind.
1: although no, no. he he has admitted he prefers Star Wars.
0: Well, everyone's going to probably lean more to one way. Yeah, generally. that's what
1: he grew up with. Yeah, so that that's fair enough. And so he brought us the Force Awakens. I really like Force Awakens I know not everyone did but we are now it's taken place after the original trilogy now Luke Luke Skywalker's old uh, Han Solo's old it's followed on
0: Han Solo's really old in it he? he is he, I, like, I think Luke carries age quite well and so does Leia Han, I would disagree there would I don't agree. think
1: Carrie Fisher did carry it very well no. uh, I don't
0: think she being respectful especially yes. as Carrie Fisher has passed away yeah but I'm not changing my opinion no 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 no. no <laughs> I'm not saying you should change it because <laughs> she's died Yes, but yes you look at her in that and you go she's clearly aged I, I think out of the three of them Han looked more like he, he should probably be in a home now he Maybe. shouldn't be allowed out around the galaxy. Chewie should be going, no, come on, Han, it's back to the care home now. The intergalactic care home. But
1: to me, I would say Han Solo, even old, still felt like Han Solo. Oh,
0: the character, yes. Luke
1: does, we'll, we'll get onto this in a minute, because obviously the last Jedi, the last film to be released in the main the main series of films, again, very divisive. A lot of people hate it. And I'm going to say the word hate again It's a strong word. But so many people, there's a petition to have it stricken off the canon. And I am the other way. Sorry for this, you losers of viewers, in episode two. I thought it, it flung everything you'd want from a Star Wars film into one film. And the fact that they killed off an iconic character, I don't mind. I don't mind
0: how they did no, it. No, no, I don't uh, mind I thought the effects were brilliant. I thought the story was gripping. It was done tastefully for the character and yeah. I think the character had a good send off yes. and I... you know what it's not like it made no sense it was a logical step in the story yes it's not like they went let's do something shocking oh. just for the hell of it it
1: actually fits every other Star Wars film that has come before it quick question yes what is your
0: opinion on Kylo
1: it, uh, what, do I like it generally
0: him? what's your opinion generally on Kylo Ren
1: I think he's a very interesting character. I cannot say if I like or dislike him at the moment. He's a growing character. Yeah. I think the growth from The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi
0: Yeah. Very different kind of characterisation, you know what I mean? Yes. In the latter of the two, which we haven't really stuck move on to yet, no. he is more human. He is more down to earth. You see, knows, like yeah. that, both sides of him. You see, he's in a struggle, really.
1: I tell you what, I think in the Force Awakens, they were too busy trying to have the Darth Vader character, the guy with the mask, yeah. and then you reveal it. I did think that the reveal was underwhelming. It was a bit of throw. Yes, obviously, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the new films, Kylo Ren is Han and Leia's son.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, they revealed his face as if you should know who he is you've never met and him you don't and they haven't explained it
1: yet you know and that was a poor choice it was a big build-up for nothing it was really. a proper
0: dramatic i'm taking my mask off now
1: if we'd maybe seen him earlier as the sun to them and then not yeah. realized he was behind the mask but they didn't try to do that they knew that it was the sun all along there was no question there and you kind of knew yeah so the reveal was a bit of a letdown but they've moved on past that I think one of the biggest complaints, and I don't know, I'm going to have to refer to my girlfriend here because she absolutely loved the twist in the last jedi of about ray the main girl's parentage it is clearly set up in the force awakens that she's from a certain bloodline not particularly the one not maybe maybe she's Skywalker. maybe she's solo we don't know what she is yeah but it seems to be important and yet in the last jedi because it's a different director it's a different writer they had no communication those two writers and directors he, this Ryan Johnson was just allowed to do, do whatever he wanted, taking on from what JJ had done.
0: Here, take this monumental series of films, to, but don't worry about anything else, just do Yeah, what you want.
1: But he decided that it would be a better twist if actually Ray is nobody. She comes from nothing. Her but parents it, it were just. it was done keepers, in such you know. a way
0: where it disappointed a lot of It did, but. could also go back on it. Well, this is it.
1: I'm going to get to this now because Catherine, my girlfriend, uh, she thought it was brilliant. She thought it was actually the best choice I could make because that means she's now this heroine and she doesn't come on a bloodline. And to be honest, I get that. And I know a lot of people don't like Ray. I'm alright with that. I like Rey, but I know there are
0: people who who don't think she's a good. Character.
1: One of my happiest moments in at the end of uh, Force Awakens was when she finally picked up like the lightsaber. She kind of got to fight with it. Yeah. Because let's be honest, although there were a few there were a few female Jedi's, it has been quite a male-led. Yeah, franchise. it is a
0: male yeah thing.
1: So I was looking forward to her getting the the lightsaber, and it's continued that she's now training. I think a lot of
0: people thought she might be Luke's daughter. Yeah, and that would have made and a it lot sense. And it was kind of almost hinted because it was his lightsaber. And...
1: The key point is, the next film that comes out, episode nine, it's back to JJ now. JJ Abrams, who did The who did the Force Awakens.
0: A trusted runner.
1: Yes. He can do whatever he wants. He can undo what Rian's done. And he
0: probably will. He possibly
1: will because he clearly intended Ray's parentage to be something. He'll
0: very quickly go, you know what, Snoke, bring him back. I don't think they should do that. No, they shouldn't. I think Because uh, he... that was a very... I liked what they did there. Yes. Because you didn't expect him just to suddenly get killed off. That worked. And the thing is,
1: Rey, I think she found out her parentage from Kylo Ren. In the same scene as Snoke. He could have lied.
0: Oh, easy. And he probably we, did. We
1: honestly don't know which way these characters are going at the moment. Right. I think that's quite exciting. Is Kylo going to be the big bad guy? Because there gonna... was
0: a the point in that film where you thought, no,
1: he's going to be good. And I think it can still go that and way. I mean, I think it might, to be honest. Rey could become the big bad guy. It's it's Too possible. much power.
0: Yeah. The first she... proper villainous Jedi. She's not had
1: the training. No. So, I think... I say the first proper villainous Jedi. Yeah, that's but not, that's, that's not, definitely that's... Darth Vader. Yeah, that is... Yeah, was, Do you know what I mean? I wasn't going to correct you, but... But, I mean, um, like,
0: we've seen her literally yeah. go from becoming this good heroine to then watch her go instantly to yeah. to a villain. would be more direct. We started with Vader as a villain. Yes. So it's not like we've watched him. No, we
1: watched that backwards. So
0: almost. with her, it, it actually happens chronologically. Now, we don't
1: know what's going to happen no. in the next film. We don't know the title of the next film. That's, That's always quite a big reveal for a Star Wars film. Yeah? Um, so we Has can't... It not been revealed yet? Not the title, oh, no. Oh, cool. Various cast members have been announced for it. I... They haven't marked Ruffalo yet, though. No, they haven't yet. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're... Star Wars are quite secretive when they want to be you don't find out much until they want you to know and basically I think I'm really looking forward to part nine cool I love JJ JJ is one of my favourite directors I'm looking forward to
0: it because I didn't really get into the first three because I was too young yep. I've seen them all yep. but I wasn't like waiting for them to come out so I wasn't like yeah i got to see it but I waited to see these last ones and I really really enjoyed them there's a big
1: space between each trilogy as I think should be. But I am so looking forward to when this night film has come out in watching them from episode one all the way through episode nine in one big story arc. I think that's going to be an epic arc. Yeah. Uh, and this is really the last thing that I'm going to say about Star Wars at this point before we move on to Star Trek yeah. because we are cracking through this podcast. <laughs> and I have more to say about Star Trek. <laughs> the creators, or well, the the TV producers of Game of Thrones are now producing a Star Wars series. It could be epic. Sure. We don't know
0: when they're setting it.
1: It could be It could be before The Phantom Menace. It could be...
0: I mean, let's just hope the whole thing's not on Coruscant, because that'd be a very boring political <laughs>
1: series. <laughs> well, I think they'll make use of the universe.
0: Oh, they need to. It, it's silly not to.
1: It'll possibly be Game of Thrones in space. Yeah, and, but and that's perfect, because Game be of lovely. Thrones
0: is epic in a very limited kind of mappage. Yes, Mappage.
1: Right, I'm gonna give you one fact mm. about Star Wars. Okay, then and I'm the- gonna
0: ask you one Star Wars question afterwards.
1: Okay. Nineteen seventy seven. Yes. The 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 year that Star Wars came out. My fun fact is that was also the last year that someone was guillotined to death in France.
0: Wow, really? Same, same year.
1: <laughs> it's very hard
0: not to be guillotined to anything else but death. <laughs> <Yes. If> you... <laughs> you could do it wrong. <laughs> just a little nick. So how do you get that cut in your arm, guillotined. You I just
1: guillotined my finger. <laughs> true, true. Yeah,
0: there you go. What's the question? I was going to ask you, who's your outright favourite character in all of Star Wars? Oh. Mine is not Jar Jar, if it helps. Okay,
1: I'm going to say, I love Samuel L. Jackson, and I like the colour purple. And Mace Windu. Uh, Mace Windu. I love Mace Windu. Sam Jackson. And he's got a purple lightsaber. That is true. He didn't he request purple? Yes. He was told he could have blue or green and he went, I want purple. And they went, know when,
0: you know what, you're Samuel L. Jackson. You can have any. You want pink. You can have pink.
1: Quite frankly, it looks pink on screen. I don't care what. He said in a big battle, yeah. he wanted to see himself in that fight by having a different lightsaber
0: to everyone else. Wow, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And you can. You can. You can. Indeed. Now, uh, we should probably shift... The other side of things. Yes, because at the moment, you know, we're very much nearly half an hour in, and it's it, Star Wars. Star it's Star Wars. Wars.
1: You might have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, forbid! Right, Star Trek. Star Trek. Okay, you've seen more Star Trek than you have Star Wars, haven't you? Was that not right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm diehard Star
0: Trek. I have not seen all of any Star Trek series. You
1: haven't completed for one. Discovery, no. But I've okay. seen
0: a little bit of a lot.
1: A little bit of a lot. Okay. Star Trek started in 1969. But I would put myself more on the Trek side
0: of it for the series. Star
1: Trek. Started in 1966. Yeah. Right? Now we spend a lot of time talking about Star Wars. We're actually probably not going to spend as much time talking about Star Trek because no. we will probably have an entire podcast on just Star Trek. Yeah. It's one of my best topics I can talk about. But Star Trek, for a start, is set in the future. Yeah, and that is the, the main difference. That is, when you're comparing Star Trek to Star Wars, they're not in the same time, they're not meant to be occupying the same space. L- literally, literally, <laughs> it is meant to be our well,
0: Star Wars is in a in a place long, long, long it ago. It says it well, every time but it's on star screen. Star Trek is literally the opposite. It, they start every
1: episode with the star date. It's our future. It's what we can aspire to. Yeah, and I think that's the thing I love about it. To yeah. be honest, I do like the whole uniforms and the hierarchy and on the ships going out and exploring. If Starfleet was in existence now, you'd register. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do any of their jobs. But you'd clearly, try.
0: I'd try. You'd, you'd be enrolling. They'd probably give you a job just to stop you applying. Yeah, maybe. They'd be like, you know what? We need uh, We need a cleaner on the on the ships. Come on. And you'd be like, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. You'll be that breakaway cleaner. Star Trek,
1: the original series, has the most iconic characters. It's got Kirk, Spock, everyone. Even if you've never seen an episode of Star Trek, you've heard of them. Yeah, they're famous. You, you have an idea. Uh, and the thing is, and... I do know that this is something that Star Trek fans, whatever you want to call us, Trekkies, Trekkers, whatever.
0: I've known it as Trekkies. I prefer Trekkies. Trekkers sounds like you jog a lot and you go It climbing, does a bit. I prefer And that's trekkies. not
1: us. But I'm a Star Trek
0: fan. That's,
1: that's the way I'm going to put it. Yes. Now, Star Trek fans do tend to hammer this home to everyone. A lot of the technology that you use today is thanks to Star Trek.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, your mobile phone, or cell phone if you're in America, is based on the design created by Star Trek. There's... What, the tri-quarters? No, they're the communicators. Oh, right, yeah. The, the flip communicators. If you think about early mobile phones, yeah, they're, they're they had flip flips, them. you know. Yeah. There's a lot more. I mean, scientists are always trying to recreate what Star Trek did in fiction.
0: Because they're logical about what they do. They go, we want to make a replicator for food. We've now got 3D printers. And they are now doing 3D printers that can do organic things with food.
1: It's not to a point where you can use human kind in it or any kind of animal but they have invented a working transporter now that's crazy but it's light they've only been able to zip light to another room i don't really understand how that which works which
0: does sound less impressive it did, but, but they've, it's not it, they've done it, it is still
1: amazing they've they've proven that they've moved this same bit of light to another room see i can
0: put two hands out and say that light has just moved to that hand that's
1: not how it works no it's <laughs> not
0: but you know what i mean it doesn't sound yeah. impressive but but it is yeah it is now the thing
1: is about the original Star Trek series it only lasted three series it was
0: axed Yeah,
1: not enough people watched it
0: I can honestly say I haven't seen it because uh, it doesn't age well right for me like, I it struggle, doesn't I, I have do to start. say
1: uh, we are myself and my girlfriend are watching it now she didn't want to but she'd watched every other Star Trek.
0: I get it, and I, w- I will try it at some point again, yeah. but it, it, it hasn't
1: aged well. It hasn't, but Badly. I tell you what,
0: season two is quite good.
1: Yeah? It's really struggled for series one. I will say, it's a very sexist series. Yeah. It is very sexist. I think I've heard if, that. if you have a female character. She's done in a particular soft light. All the males are pouring at her. It is—it's quite bad but to let's watch. Be really,
0: they're on a ship in space. They've got not much else to do. Okay,
1: <laughs> but it's very
0: sexist. It yeah, is. no, I, I did I realize. But that. it
1: was also very progressive. I mean, it was a big deal yeah. that uh, Lieutenant Hura, she was a regular black woman on the ship, which you didn't With see the in the sixties. She
0: had a role. She had a role. She wasn't she like a role, the cleaner. Yet.
1: No, no. <laughs> you don't That's see you. you don't you don't see a cleaner on in stuff. No,
0: Trek. you don't. They're just You're they people. also don't go to the toilet very often. But they have them, though. But it's uh, not like Kurt's like, wait a second, I need to go and pinch one out. You know what I mean? <laughs> pinch one- it's that a thing I'm just saying do you know it's, it's not like they bring it into the forefront no no. that would be a boring episode yeah it would be or a boring... weird episode I'd
1: like to say it Just you want to just see
0: Spock <laughs> a constipated Spock <laughs> he'd still look so serious uh,
1: he'd go green in his... <laughs> uh, anyway anyway also I, I mentioned the Hura Hikaru Sulu a mm-hmm. uh, regular Asian character and they were both on the bridge it was very inclusive it was very inclusive that was a big moment at one point this is how important it was. And Michelle Nichols, who plays Uhura, wanted to quit. Martin Luther King went to her and told her not to because of what an icon and how important she was. I mean,
0: Martin Luther King comes and says anything to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop what you're doing. So she stayed, unsurprisingly, with the series. Um, now... It did finish in 1969, which is weird, because that was the moon landing year. It kind of almost stopped when science
0: fiction became fact. Well, what they did <laughs> is they thought we should stop in case they find something that we can evolve later. Yeah. And it back and be like, see, we knew that was there the whole time. Yeah. I mean, if we go back to, you know
1: what a Vulcan is? Yeah. The funny thing is, now, apparently, I don't really understand this, they found
0: a planet. It, oh, in the same location. Where back. Vulcan
1: would be? Yeah, that's crazy. We've got to call it Vulcan. We, we have to call it if they and,
0: don't that is a missed opportunity I tell you
1: what if we go there and there's people with pointy ears then Gene Roddenberry who created Star Trek has actually been to space yeah he actually was just predicting stuff admittedly the he did predict that we would have already have had World War 3 by now
0: but it's, we didn't want him to have the perfect range No, <laughs> probably,
1: he didn't need to get everything right No, um, and now it's back to Kirk and Spock but with new actors back when they were young but it's now an alternative timeline where different things can happen Uh, They're finding ways to bring it round to a modern audience, I guess. As you said, the original series is very dated.
0: That is its main Yes.
1: Now, the person who's done it, we've already named him J.J. Abrams. He was brought in. Now, he is a Star Wars fan, and he's been attacked by Star Trek fans for making it to Star Wars. But I absolutely love the new Kelvin Timeline films. Yeah. I think he does what films need to. Uh, you need to attract new audiences. He's made them fun. Maybe they're not quite as deep and philosophical no, as the TV series. But
0: the worst thing you can do is not bring a loved series to a modern audience. Yes. And by saying you can't change anything, you can't adjust anything and you can't modernise anything, you are isolating yourself to the the diehard fans. And yes, they are a a large number, but you've got to get new people in. You have to. And I think the case in point is, I'll reference My Girlfriend again, the first
1: thing she saw were the new films. She liked the new films and then asked... To see the old ones. Well done, JJ. You know, as that's what his legacy is now. He's brought in a new generation who's seen the new ones that a lot of diehard Trekkies don't seem to want. But it's reinvigorated their franchise. It's desperately what the franchise needed. In the in the in about 2002 to 2004, we had a film that flopped. We had a series that was axed and nothing was happening. Yeah. The whole... Star Trek franchise kind of became a bit stagnant and now we've got Star Trek Discovery a brand new series on uh, Netflix if you're in England but CBS if you're in America again it's being taken not very well by a lot of Star Trek fans because it's not their Star Trek it is it's it's not even an alternative timeline. It's the same timeline. It it just looks new. It's new and shiny. They've made things a bit flashy. It's because, and this has been always my main argument, that it's meant to represent our future. You look at the old 60s-style TV yeah. series. It represented it then in the 60s. yeah. But we've surpassed that in almost every way. Yeah, definitely. It has to keep on representing our future, so it does need to look different. I've seen people say, well, that's not the Enterprise because it has this and ours didn't have that. It's a visual reboot. Yeah. You know, it it looks a bit different because...
0: Sometimes fans get too caught up in things having to be perfectly the way they used to be. Yeah. And by doing that, you're not progressing anywhere.
1: The new main character. Okay, we'll talk about progress again. She's back and female.
0: Alexa wanted to get in on this.
1: It was Google. Was it Google? It's Google. I don't have
0: Alexa.
1: Right. I was like, right. The lead. Of Star Trek Discovery, For keeping
0: that in by the way,
1: Sanika Martin Green, who you might know from The Walking Dead, yeah, she plays Michael Burnham. She's she's not the captain. She's the first lead to not be the commanding officer. Yeah, and I think that because
0: that's what I, I assume they very quickly make her
1: captain. Uh, they're not going to, I don't think. They like might totally. do eventually. Yeah, but at the moment, that
0: would be a nice kind
1: of end to her. It might be. It might be. She gets her have you command. seen of *Discovery*?
0: Yeah, I'm up to date. Right. Unless they've suddenly released season two and I haven't seen it. Starts in January. Ooh. They have.
1: Uh, this, this is going to be annoying. This is rant. I'm excited. They've released a something called a short trek, and it's a, like a 10-minute episode, and it's about uh Edson Tilly.
0: All right,
1: I it. And there's one each month before the main series starts. What am where, where is it viewable? Not in the UK.
0: But we live in the UK. I know.
1: Netflix have decided. Even Netflix. Though, even though they've funded it, they're not going to share it yet. Oh,
0: Netflix. I chose you over Sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got both. It's alright. <laughs> no, they've had it in America. I've seen reviews of it.
0: Can we find it anywhere? Is it just online? I'm not going to do it illegally. No, I'm not, not going to do it. I'm saying it's At like, the, the moment, no.
1: At the moment, no. But they, it, I, we'll probably get it. It might be... I assume
0: they're waiting for them all to be done then they'll just pop them up all together for us, maybe. Hopefully,
1: but that won't be until January when the series starts. That's annoying. Anyway, as I was going to say, Sonequa Martin-Green, Michael Burnham, she's black and female. That's... It is a very different series in that Star Trek's always been quite episodic. This is very arc. It is. It, uh, series one was 15 episodes and it was one long story. But
0: it was enjoyable. The whole thing it was. was
1: enjoyable. But I tell you what, it's been created for the generation of binge-watchers.
0: Yeah, that is where TV's gone, really. You
1: don't have to wait every week for an episode to come out now. I like that, though. They do. They do bring out. But if you watch it as a 15-episode arc, it's brilliant. It whizzes through. Very good. Uh, I would say Star Trek's always been a little bit ropey in its early seasons of every next generation although it has a lot of we've kind of skipped over the next generation but Picard Data Riker Worf so many iconic characters so many iconic episodes from the next generation but the first couple of seasons They haven't aged well, just like the original series haven't, really. Uh, And Star Trek is known for that. They don't really get good until about series three or four.
0: Because Would you say that Voyage is your go-to series, like your choice series? No, Voyager isn't. I meant Next Gen. You said Voyager. Oh, that's that's mine. Okay, I knew it was. I meant Next Gen. Because I was going to say, is that not yours? I meant Next Gen.
1: Right, I have this conversation all the time. I have to always give several different answers. At the time when I'm watching it... Deep Space Nine is my favourite Okay. Because, especially from series four to series seven, when we get the Dominion War, it's such fantastic writing. It's as brilliant and gripping and realistic, actually.
0: Because sure I haven't seen DS9
1: yet. No. Okay, there's a war oh, called the Dominion that's War. <laughs> Trust
0: me, I will forget because I need to finish Voyager yet.
1: Okay. Well, you should not have been Voyager first. Voyages after Deep Space Nine. You've done it in the wrong order. How dare you? I didn't finish Next Gen either, so... Well, Next Gen is my favourite. As
0: I said, my problem is I struggled with the first season. Yeah, you Started on the second season. Didn't like it enough because I struggled no, so much. it doesn't
1: get good until Season 3. A turning point is they introduced... You probably have heard of the Borg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Borg are quite famous. They assimilate other races. There's a two-parter at the end of Series 3 where they come to Earth, and basically they try to assimilate the human race, and in doing it, actually kidnap and assimilate Picard. Yeah. And make him look good as the Borg. When they've assimilated him, it's so important, because they didn't know if they were keeping Patrick Stewart or not. That, so they could have easily just let him go. That could have been the end of Picard. Cool. As it was, he carried on. But there are several points. And now he's got another series. He's got another series. He's no, There's now a Picard series. So Luke. Uh, His last series was, I think, he did a film in 2002, which was Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah. Personally, one of my least favourite Star Trek uh, films. But one of the ones I've heard of. It had Tom Hardy in it as a young Picard clone. (laughs) Which, fun fact, was meant to be James Masters from Buffy. Oh. It was written for him. He auditioned, but he was so starstruck by being with Patrick Stewart, he fumbled his audition and lost it and he actually I've seen him talk about it because he says if you meet him uh, at like a convention do not be afraid to approach him because he knows he will make you feel at ease because he knows how hard it is meeting someone that you like have you met Patrick Stewart I I haven't met him I I've been to a couple of conventions for Star Trek and I've been to a talk
0: because I'm not sure who you haven't haven't met now I've met
1: a lot of them. Yeah, no, i met. Kirk. We won't
0: run through them. No, no. A but
1: I've I've met Kirk. Yeah, uh, William Shatner had a talk with him as well. Oh, cool. Uh, it's cool. He doesn't touch you. He refuses oh. to shake hands. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that's a, <laughs> touch me, Bill. Touch I mean, me. That's
0: a that's a request, isn't it? <laughs> I paid my money.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, no, he won't shake your hands. You just kind of go. Home. He says hello. There you go. Uh, Why did he shake your hand? I think he might have arthritis. I might have made that up. I thought he
0: was like super OCD.
1: No, I think he's just old. He just and... hates people. No, uh, <laughs> Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton won't touch people because he uh, gets anxiety about yeah. strangers, so he won't. So actually, you queue up to have your photo taken with him. You've got to stand He's one of the most expensive ones to have pictures taken with. Oh, you have with. to
0: stand like a balloon's with like, like a high school dance.
1: Security guard's going, do not touch Mr. Wheaton. I was <laughs> like, all right
0: okay <laughs> when you get to a point in your life and career that you can have a security guard to tell people not to touch you I that's where we want to get to I do <laughs> I just ignore them
1: yeah I know you keep touching me
0: <laughs> but anyway back. back considering on. they can't see us yeah, that's, that that's might weird. sound so bad <laughs> uh, for legal reasons I have to point out I am not touching twice in any way around now you no, I'm not. No, I'm you. not. See, our are not touching. Okay. So Star Trek, yeah? Yeah, Star Trek. So, I, as I will repeatedly
1: say, love Star Trek. I do think it is an ideal for the human race to aim for. I think that's very important. Yeah? I think we're very far from it right now. I think the whole point is it needs to be a, a united world. Yeah. Uh, and we're not there yet. No, we're not.
0: We're, no. we're not there yet. This world is so far from a united world. But then, you know what?
1: Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise, which came out in about two thousand and one, I think. Uh, it was a prequel to the the series about Kirk, and it's only less than a hundred years away from us now, I think. Oh, really? It's the first ship with warp capability. So, as
0: far as timeline goes
1: yeah with the series so it's us Enterprise, Enterprise Discovery because it's set 10 years before Kirk yeah then it's the original series okay and then you have to jump a whole hundred years so it's Next Generation Deep Space Nine and Voyager was the last one. Oh, right now obviously I've done a lot of talking these are my
0: topics oh no hell hell yeah we'll do a, a comic booky one uh, or a stage one and I'll be writing there yeah. but I'm still getting an input it's fine you are what do you? I mean, what would you say, either
1: Star Trek or Star Wars? Because we've got to start bringing it together. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. What do you like or dislike?
0: What's the thing that draws you to either or repels you? Even um, for me, obviously, I I think we share the same opinion mm. that Star Wars seems to generally dominate the movies. Yes, and Star Trek tends to be better at its series. Star Wars does seem to work better on a big screen. Yes, but. That might be proven wrong when they do a series. Decent series. I'm gonna throw the same question at you for Star Trek. Who's your outright favourite character? Out of all of Star Trek, the series, don't count the films. I like Janeway. I really do like Janeway.
1: I like Janeway. Oh, I've got so many answers. Because he appears in two series as a regular and he's the only person until Picard does it. Wolf. Worf. Worf. is a great character. Klingon, again, this is another thing. We talked about Jedi being a
0: registered religion for Star Wars. Oh, was Klingon's a language? You can do degrees in it. These are two brands, both of which have put something into the real world. Yes, very There's much so. There's a religion for Star Wars, yeah. and an entire language, TV and film, can impact the real world oh, of, about something that isn't realistic. Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And how magical is that? If they're both real, right? which world would you want to live in? The Star Trek future or the Star Wars far, far away galaxy? Right, so they're both real. I just choose one. You just choose one. And we just like, step into it as it is. Yes. The problem with Star Trek is which one am I stepping into? You choose. Oh, really? Okay. Well, hang on, by which one? You mean series? Yeah, because they're all at different times. So the, 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 the worlds are at different states. Pick it, pick I suppose it. the same could be said about Star Wars, though. It is, it is because crazy.
1: you've got the... Yeah, they're all three different timelines.
0: I think I would definitely choose Star Trek, would you? Of course I would. Of course you would. I already have you the uniforms. You basically are.
1: What I would like is my own starship from Star Trek. The, the uniforms. But if you could then give me a lightsaber with the force a little triple
0: on your shoulder yeah that's the, the perfect amalgamation of both of them and that to be honest that's probably a good place to kind of round it up. it is
1: I would say it's not Star Trek versus Star Wars it's Star Trek and Star Wars they
0: should go hand in hand they should be the bread to the other one's butter
1: I hate you <laughs> and I equally love <laughs> like you
0: leading on to next week next week I might talk a bit more because we're going to look at all things Spidey.
1: Particularly on screen.
0: Yeah, we'll look at Spidey's screen presence more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Because Spider-Man has had such a, a varied life on screen. Good and bad. Good and good, bad. Good and bad. But we won't go into that now.
1: No, that's for another day.
0: Indeed it is. Please do come back. And don't forget, we do actually have a Twitter now. And if you do want to follow us on there, that's at The Manic. So my Twitter is at Pants. Tobias is, is at Tobias, Tobias Nichols. Nichols. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Later.